The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. the screens from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who go on this town tonight. Welcome to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk Radio Show. Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris in studio. Kwame will be here for the second segment, but until then, you're stuck with me and Deborah. So I wouldn't say you're stuck. I'd say you're extremely fortunate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Deborah, how's everything been going? Weekend? Good, good, good. Oh, the weekend was interesting. I uh, played a little catch up on some movie watching, went and saw Jobs and also The Butler. How was The Butler? Holy crap, so to speak. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, it brought back a lot of memories that, um, giving my age out here, but as a little girl, remember sitting and watching everything that was going on with the riots and just the um, atrocity of what was going on at that point in time and all the fear that was going on going into class after, I mean, the, the myriad of deaths that were happening between the Kennedys and uh, just, you know, unbelievable. Just yeah. unbelievable. I'll have to check but it out. Great movie. Definitely worth your time. Good, good. Well, there's no easy way to transition into that. We have a lot to talk about today. Obviously, we're going to talk about A-Rod. Uh, we'll talk about Von Miller a little bit. I do want to touch on... Mr. Marine that now has full eligibility at uh, Middle Tennessee State, uh, Stephen Rhodes. That that's a great story. The a turnaround that was necessary for the NCA if they wanted anybody to like them anymore. Uh, kind of a sad story in Oklahoma. Um, Australian kid Christopher Lane uh, gets killed by three teenagers that aren't aren't of legal age, uh, 15, 16, and 17 years old due to boredom on their part. Uh, so we'll we'll touch on that a little bit and. Uh, yeah, after that, it's just kind of whatever we want to argue about. So first, A-Rod, uh, the big story happened a couple days ago was he got plunked by Ryan Dempster of the Red Sox. Alex Rodriguez is hated by Boston as uh, the rest of the United States, apparently, but Boston-wise because he thought about going there before going to the Yankees, so the Red Sox feel that they burnt, he got burned, that he burned them um, a little bit, which is ridiculous because it's baseball and there's no real uh, loyalty anymore. But... He got hit. Ryan Dempster tried to hit him three times before actually plunking him on the fourth ball. Joe Girardi, well, he, he gets a warning. Ryan Dempster gets a warning after the fourth time of trying to hit A-Rod, and Joe Girardi comes out, gets immediately ejected, and I think that this is something that could pose a huge problem for baseball in general. You're not allowed to police yourself, and I don't think that players should be able to do this. I think Ryan Dempster should be suspended. I think that the book should be thrown at him in in whatever regard it can be at this point, just to prevent it from happening again. Because people are gonna, there are gonna be atrocities in baseball and in sports all over. And people who cheat don't necessarily need to have their life endangered. I know he didn't throw it at his head. I know that it wasn't anything um, close to that. But I still think that Ryan Dempster should be punished for what it's he did. It's also a ninety mile an hour pitch. Yeah. Or something close to that. So no matter where you hit in the body, there's the possibilities for career-ending um, 
a career-ending pitch. So I, I look at the, the multiple pieces here. I mean, you've got what was going on with A-Rod, with Dempster, um, with the coach that came in, and then you also look at um, A-Rod's team that didn't back him up, didn't come on the field, didn't do anything. One of the things whenever I looked at A-Rod, holy man, for him to hold his space and just stand there after all that was going on took a lot. I know, don't like the guy, don't care for all the stuff that's been going on, but I will give him kudos for being able to stand there as a man and take it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And when Manny Ramirez got suspended, he didn't appeal. He just got suspended because he knew that he cheated and he didn't want to fight it. A-Rod is fighting it with every fiber of his being at this point, to coin the popular phrase. He is fighting for his family, he's fighting for his face, any f- to save any sort of face that he can at this juncture in his life and with all of the things that have transpired over the course of his career. I give... I respect him as much as I can respect a cheater. Mm. And, you know, you can take that for what it's worth, but I really think that he's doing everything in his power to leave the game of baseball, which is inevitable... The 211-game suspension, if brought through, will be the end of his career. And he's just playing the game that he loves. And the, uh, there's this other thing that I've been thinking about that every, I would say, close to every major star in this league over the past 15 years has cheated. If you think about Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, all the home run hitters, none of them are clean. So this is not something that A-Rod, he's not revolutionizing cheating in baseball. This has happened. You know, with, with all the Balco investigation, uh, you know, Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit, uh, Rafael Palmero, all these guys were first ballot Hall of Famers until it came out, oh, you know, we, we had help along the whole way. But part of the question on the table is not just whether he took drugs or not, because he's already admitted to taking drugs. He did it back in 2001 to 2002, whenever it wasn't banned. Right. Uh, what he did after that, nobody knows for sure, and he's certainly not admitting to anything, neither are his attorneys, who um, are very slick, um, not as bright as they could be when they're on TV. That was not a... Yeah, Matt Lauer made him look like yeah, idiots. Exactly, exactly. Um, but the question with a lot of people is not just whether he took the drugs or not, but is he a snitch? You know, and that uh, in any society is unacceptable. When it comes down to it, I, me, say Alex Rodriguez is more important than everybody else. When it really comes down to it, you can be, especially in the field of professional sports, if you don't snitch, then you get the brunt of whatever's coming to you. If you do, you get a lesson sentence, which is better for your life and your family's life. Right. So it really comes down to, do you want to be respected or do you want to continue to play the game that you love? And at this point, the respect's out the window. Right, exactly. And that's the thing. You get to the point, um, you know, no matter what is going on in somebody's life, and you know, none of us have lived his life. We don't know what it's like living in his mind it's pretty and rich. his family. I think it's pretty rich. Yeah, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy. It just means you got a lot of money. And he's extremely talented. Um, but you do. You get to a point where you make a decision. You start, you know, making that list of here's all the. If I make a decision, here's what's going to happen. Here's all the good things, and here's all the negative things. If I don't make a decision, here's what's going to happen. And at that point, you've got to do what's best for you. Preferably, if you can, uh, you know, hurt as few people as possible in that decision. 
Um, but it's tough. The, the bottom line is he should never be in this position where he has to make that type of decision. He should have made a better decision many, many years ago. Yeah, but he's also meant so much to baseball, as all the other cheaters have, with all the numbers and all the fans in the stands and all the exciting games and all the ratings and everything before you knew that he played, before you knew that he was doing steroids. I mean, there are allegations out that he's been doing it since high school. Mm. When he was the teenager in Seattle, the shortstop that everybody was watching, Ken Griffey Jr. and him, everybody was watching A-Rod, and then he went to Houston, uh, Texas and got that huge contract, and then he's got two huge contracts from the Yankees. He was worth that money as close to a human being can be worth $250 million for playing a game. Well, that's when you start to separate the man's decisions that he made and um, his level of talent and what he did for the, you know, for the game of baseball. And like you said, for if we look at his talent and what he did on the field, you're right. I mean, he did a lot for baseball. There's no doubt about it. But you know, we separate you know, the, the man and the decisions he made from the talent he has and what he brought to the game. And you can judge both, judge one and say, man, that was freaking awesome. And I'm so glad he was there, brought a lot of thrills, brought in a lot of money to his team, uh, as well as the league, and then you look at and, you yeah. know, and it's the and or the but that, you know, we're all debating right now. And you cheated. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and, it's understandable. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a, it's an undefensible, indefensible, indefensible? Sure. I mean, I'm going to take it. <laughs> uh, indefensible position to defend a cheater. It yeah. is. But this is there's a lot of different levels of storyline here. And yes, say he did snitch, yes. I, I'm not against... I mean, I'm not for snitching. I understand that. But until you're in that situation and you're that person that has that decision to make, you choose your family or comrades or teammates or people that you don't even care about. It doesn't like there are some people in the in the biogenesis thing that he may have leaked names for that he doesn't even like. So what does it really matter when it comes to snitching if you don't if you don't care about what happens to those people after the fact? You care about your family, and you care about being able to play the, the game that you love and try to make the money when you can, because when you're done, that's going to be it. And, I mean, half of what he makes goes to taxes anyway, so he's going to try and get the biggest nest he possibly can for his family, for his grandchildren, for their children, and, and, and move forward with life. And he's going to be grouped in to the steroid era. Like, this performance-enhancing drugs, kids now, steroids, performance-enhancing drugs are the same thing. To them, so right. they, it's all going to be grouped exactly. in together. From from Mark McGuire to him, you know, whatever, fifteen years uh, between the two, it's all going to be grouped together in the annals of time for baseball. Well, I'm part of the thing I heard. I don't, I don't know if it's Little League Baseball. I think it is that they're coming out with shirts that they used to have a while ago, where it says "I play clean." Um, so you know, again, we go back to you know what's happened in the. Uh, not only in Major League Baseball, but uh, everything leading up to it. And how is this going to change how the kids play in grade school and high school and, you know, coming up? Uh, it's just a really interesting time. It's a very sad time in many ways. Um, and it's going back and looking at, you know, what are we going to do? You know, what are the choices now? We can debate this all day long as to whether he was right or he was wrong. But what are we individually going to do? What are the teams going to do? And how is this going to play out in baseball? Right. And so with so we've talked about baseball. I don't want to talk about A-Rod anymore. Um, Von Miller is now being uh, – he's appealing a six-game suspension in the NFL for substance abuse for substance abuse, the, the policy, the NFL policy for substance abuse. He'll play, he, he'll sit out of six games, they're appealing it, they want, they want to get it to four or less. So say he gets cut off for six games, and this is more 
percentage. This is a more percentage oh, of a season huge. than yeah. baseball. So you get you get under thirty percent, uh, around thirty percent in Major League Baseball for your first offense, mm. and this is thirty-seven percent of the NFL season. Right. Six out of sixteen games. Yeah. So it's more. Yes, granted, but there's not the stigma attached. People forget about substance abuse uh, in in the NFL way more than way more than baseball, and it's not looked at looked at as you're you're not a pariah if you are taking whatever drugs and and they don't they don't tell you what drugs these people are taking so i mean it it could be weed it could be performance enhancing drugs we don't know substance abuse policy reindeer hooves yeah well yeah <laughs> that's right your yeah, deer antler spray deer, deer antler extract <laughs> so i mean it's just it's interesting because the nfl prides themselves on the game so much and promoting the game so much that one player will not supersede the importance of the game and that's where von miller is right now and he's one of the best he's one of the best defensive players in the nfl He'll come back after six games, and nobody will remember next year that he was suspended for six games this year. So it's it's crazy how different two governing bodies of two different sports uh, go after substance abuse. Well, and also how the public goes after it or doesn't. You know, as a viewing public, you know, I mean, right now A. Rod and M, you know MLB is being tried on the field um, and in the media. Um, when we look at fans that are showing up to watch football, it's just like watching the Gladiators. You got somebody, you know, somebody who can pump it up more and give us more of a thrill on the field. Then fans are a little more forgiving. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just interesting. It's interesting how uh, how sports are different and how more things are focused upon. And we've talked about this. Major League Baseball focuses on stars. NFL focuses on the game and the brand of the NFL as opposed to individuals. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, the transgressions that'll come from A-Rod and from Von Miller and people of the sort in the NFL. Uh, on the other side of the break, you'll be hearing another voice, Kwame Lasseter. Uh, we'll be back in about 90 seconds. Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk, Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris in studio. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. I'm 
was actually here, but his energy was here. He was hanging at the door. Yeah, I was creepily watching, yeah. peeking out. in, making faces. No, yeah, yeah, something like that. But uh, <laughs> I was out there with Brandon them as they were smoking a cigarette, and I can't be around smoke. No, so dude, killed my heart. My Keep heart actually, clean. you know, my heart actually feels better. Good. And Deborah, I have something for you too. Good. I was uh, golfing at the Legacy, mm. and uh, Free. I ran into. Free, of course. <laughs> I ran into. You should let me go back to Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to somebody friendly. <laughs> you shouldn't have to um, pay for golf, but Deborah, uh, South Mountain. Um, yeah, I met some guys over college. South Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I told him I was going. I has been. I have his name. Um, he's a freshman. He's planning on staying one year. Hopefully, if things work out, and right. going to, to ASU or. Uh, Univer- UW, University of Washington. Oh, cool. Um, but Coach I, Harrington I, just got a brand new job. And a brand new Coach car? Coach Harrington, no job. He's now with um, a D1 college. I'd, he left? Yeah. I saw it on Facebook the other Let me see if I can. I don't know if I have it on my phone. I'll get it on Facebook. You know, I was talking yeah, he about... He is um, such a good coach. Holy man. I don't know who they're going to replace him with, but I heard Marcus Senegal's coming back. He's one of the players I've worked with in the they past. Hired went me. to Grand Canyon. Well, there you go. Put your put your resume in, dude. No, I can't do that. Oh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll back you. But I, I, I got his name and number for you. Alex, okay, what's going cool. on? Because uh, I haven't talked to you in a while, but except through Not a whole text. Lot. Yeah. yeah, just uh, living the dream, you know? Living the dream. Uh, right? I like the dream. Movie The Butler. Did you see it? I haven't been to the movies. Holy crap, man. I've just been watching the rerun movies like um, Fast and Furious. Um, yeah. 12? Oblivion. 12 what? Fast and Furious oh. 12. Oh, I know. I heard Oblivion was not that great. You, you don't have it? No, I don't have it. I Would got it on CD. I, I give, I give them to you. Sharing. Uh, yeah, I give them to you. <laughs> but I, I don't have my car. I got two cars, and I'm having, I got 99 problems and two cars. Are, you know what <laughs> yeah. You guys are talking about, um, Alex, you were saying something about Vaughn Miller and a, and a yeah. the Middle Tennessee State guy. What was going on? Well, the Middle Tennessee. I know he was uh, the NCAA as I could continue to say is a joke but mm. they found a way to do the right thing and so many um they're a sarcastic joke they're yeah. not even a good joke they're not even they're a good just, joke no. um but i know they tried to keep him out because he played recreation of fo- football well, he played in the marines yeah he yeah. played in the That's marines because well, well because he suited up you know and because they kept score yeah. <laughs> that they were going to red shirt yeah, him and then referees now well, okay. oh here's the thing we look at part of the deal when you're in the Marines. I mean, you're trying to, it's record, yeah, yeah, you know, putting your life on the line. And some of the time the games were like six weeks in between because they were out fighting battles in right. between. You know, right. kind of not your normal way of playing football. But I, I go, I keep hearing that um, it, it was more verbiage than anything in the paperwork at NCAA. But well, NCAA should fix that. What do you got to wait for an issue to come up to fix it? You don't, well, yeah. somebody every year should be a, a man in that or a woman in that. Where there should be somebody with a level of intelligence and just normal thinking ability to make decisions and not just look at the yeah, rule book. I don't so did they do the right thing, Alex, to, uh, by, or was they covering their own bases? No, they did well, the right... they now changed it. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, they did the right thing. However, if this would have been a sanctioned thing, say like Nike gave them jerseys, like donated jerseys to the Marines or something right. to play in these games, I don't think you should make an exception just because he's in the military that he should be able to get full eligibility. It's, it's, it should be even playing field for every single person in the NCAA. I understand that. If, but if there are games every six weeks and it's between 18 and 40-year-old guys, right. I mean, it's, exactly. this, is, this is ridiculous if he would have lost uh, he, So he'd have no eligibility because right. he'd take one year of eligibility away from every year of recreational 
playing outside, but I don't think that it should be a special case because he's in the military. It's because of the situation. Right. That's why he should be able to play because it was a, a ridiculous uh, ruling in the beginning. And I, I, would, go ahead, I would agree with that is define the level of play. You know, not, you know, the... One game every four weeks? Well, four to six weeks, mm-hmm. and you're, you're, what is considered the level of play where you're going to be redshirted? I know, and, and I know, I don't a know lot that they've of, defined that. A lot of military guys, uh, and I'm more susceptible to give them uh, some leverage, and I hear what you're saying, Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do agree. Don't make special, like, like LeBron... In a Jay Z situation that happened in Miami, I don't know if you guys heard oh, that. Oh right, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't don't police escort. Yeah, police escort. <laughs> nobody else could get. Woo, woo, woo. Um, I I I think people get to a certain level, they should get some things, but I don't think they should get you know, the police escort just to get to a concert. That's that's not fair to anybody because no. there were more Shutting people in that traffic. And, yeah. So uh, military guys, I'm most susceptible to give them because uh, they go and fight for our country. Absolutely. You got to know what it takes to be a Marine. Not to say that uh, the Air Force, Army, uh, Navy doesn't put in the work because yeah. it takes a whole. Seals it are takes pretty tough. the Navy SEALs. Yeah, <laughs> you you tough guys. you are close to death to mm-hmm. become a Navy SEAL. I take any Navy SEAL in a dark alley with me any place, and over then I would feel any place. safe. That's yeah. like MacGyver with a that's <laughs> MacGyver ten times over. Exactly. And guys know how to get in trouble. That's like Jason Bourne. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, but, but I I think the NCAA <laughs> continue to cover their bases. I had to deal with the NCAA while I was in college for an uh, extra year, um, and it took forever to happen. I I could care less, but you know it it ended up turning out that I got another year of school, mm-hmm. but. A guy who's been in the military for four years and coming back and not getting eligibility, and then he's going to a smaller school. I think it's a, a was it MEAC or it's NAI? Middletown, Tennessee State. Yeah, NAI. It's not an HBCU school, mm-hmm. um, but he's getting. Don't the military when they want you to sign when they trap you in the malls when they trapped all those little kids in the mall? Right. So right. want you to come into the military? Don't they say we'll we'll pay for your school? That, that's a uh, that's part of the yeah, that's part of incident. the benefits coming in. Yeah, yeah, that's the incident where they can pay for the school, and right. because he played every four to six weeks, I, I think he should get to play football. And I looked at a just a little clip I saw him in a one on one battle. Looks like he's determined to play. Yeah, oh, I mean, he, he is a marine big guy. But, he's yeah, deter- yeah he looks talk good about to dis- me. Talk about discipline. Body looks yeah. good. I wish I yeah, looked like that. Yeah, I know he's cut. Yeah, so. But the know. thing is, what's the playing field like over there, too? You know, are you playing in sand? Are you playing on, you know, where's the lines on the field? You know, you put a few rocks out on, you know, to no, you know, put the goal line. And, I think know. what it all came down to was <laughs> was abiding by the bylaws, which were, you know, the verbiage obviously was poor, as, as right, previously right. stated. And they didn't get a piece of anything. So if those jerseys were Nike, they would they would have wanted a piece of of whatever was happening on that game. And I think that was part of... Another thing that was in the gray area as to why they wouldn't give him eligibility. And I'm turning on the NCAA slowly but surely. I'm going to get you there. Go. I know. This is awful. <laughs> this is awful. There. Well, military I still, provided I, uniforms. I still, right. like Roger, I still like what Roger Goodell is doing with the NFL. So that, that's me. So we'll never see eye to eye on that. You don't know that. You don't know that. We may see eye to eye. I might come any closer to you, but I'm definitely going to get you closer no, to the me money before thing, I come yeah, to you. Well, uh, anyway, the military, the military does a lot. Um the DOD, the Department of Defense, and right. all those things—they do a lot for nonprofit organizations. They do a lot for, um, like you say, Nike didn't give the jerseys. Mm-hmm. Well, they—they'll go out there and they do some things as far as um, uh, donate money to a foundation like FBU, like Top Gun. Mm-hmm. That's a—that's right. Army Marines uh, event. Top Gun. Uh, we do that every year. Like FBU, they sponsor all this, most of the stuff, and right. then Adidas uh, come along with it. But that's just a brainwash tactic for Adidas and the military. 
Oh, yeah. Well, it's branding. It's branding. Get, the, it's, get it in the kids' eyes and I was branded. Yeah. I was branded with, the, um, with Nike. I could have got more money doing um, Reeboks. And I'm like, no, I think I want Nike because I grew up wanting Nike. It's Nike. Yeah, right. it, it yeah. was Nike. But I, was a, I was a fool. But um, it's all branding. So I think the military does a lot for them. And Nike didn't have anything to do about it. But, but you said something, Alex, that the NCAA didn't get any money out of it. And that was the issue. In my opinion, that's one, and that with with how they wrote that law, that bylaw, it was very gray, and it was very very up for interpretation. So, I mean, in what I said about the military before, I'm not saying that. I just think that, like, in the military, yes, they protect and serve us every day, so we can live the life that we have, and you know, in, forever indebted to them for that. I just think that with the NCAA, it's so minuscule compared to like the real world and everything that's going on with the NCAA. It's um, <laughs> it's uh, it it should be a level playing field for everybody that plays college. So if if he broke a rule, then he shouldn't be able to play. But he didn't break a rule, so that's right. all I'm saying. Right. I mean, I agree, but a lot of guys, and we've seen this, we've seen this from forever. We've seen a lot of guys break rules, you get slapped on the wrist, and then we see one guy that got to make an example out of him. Right, and then he gets the he gets a full punishment. I think it should be a equal playing field, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. Alex, across the board. Yeah. I, I think, it, but it's not like that. Um. Nothing's a- like that. A-Rod, nothing's mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's not because Alex joke all the time about me getting free golf. I refuse to pay a lot for golf. Now, I do pay, but I refuse to do it because I've built up enough. <laughs> yeah, you laughing, but I built up, <laughs> I built up enough BS. Before. I built up enough BS. <laughs> if, if, you will, to- if you will, if you like BS, I built, enough, I built up enough where... And I can call some guys, but you know what? At the same time, they can call me. Yeah, and you've done golf, tur- you've done charity golf tournaments out there and stuff like that. So, right? Yeah. Didn't you just do one with Liska? <laughs> oh, you talking about it at the Legacy? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? I still owe Legacy money. The, NC- the NFL alumni does. So, we did cut some sponsors back there. But those guys, they bent over backwards for us. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I, I would, and I have feel bad because I don't like owing people. I hate, I do not like owing people. Uh, so. We still owe them some money, but they, they, they're working with us. But the thing is, if you take something like the legacy, I mean, how many times have you mentioned them on the radio? You know, how many times when you're out at a party or talking talk to guys or legacy. whatever you've mentioned about the legacy? I was just talking yeah, so. to the reason why I'm late, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. is I was at the church at Cornerstone talking to the pastor. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about playing golf. Well, I'm late, kind of, because of him and golf and traffic if you don't get in traffic two minutes god wasn't on your to, side coming god in the traffic i gotta talk to him about that he <laughs> prayed for to give me if i can get here on time <laughs> give me some clear give me some so um uh, some that's why i was late and um i think the traffic's bad I it was, it was all, lights when i'm coming in it was also <laughs> an accident but I, I talked about the legacy we say yeah. he wanted to play golf friday i said let's get out and play play friday absolutely that's the thing when you bring people there to meet with you and you're getting in for free you're still introducing them to the course which means now that spider's out and they introduce yeah, other that's people are you really condoning this do I, can I just sit here and we're yeah, just we're justifying what's going on we're justifying that's, 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 that's the way of the world Alex, that's that marketing is, that's, that's for that's real exactly. I, 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 I get free marketing to anybody as long as it's in return that's commerce I, I understand thank you yeah. commerce Big business, baby. What 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 what, what uh what the <laughs> receiver? Handshake and let's go. Uh, what's the receiver? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. What's the receiver? I don't know. West Virginia should be in the Hall of Fame when he retires. Five years. Anyway, let's move on. A Rod, we got a minute left. But A Rod, um, was it was it fair to throw at this guy? I know you guys were talking about A Rod earlier. No. Um, you know what? It was. It's not fair to throw at him. No, don't change the rules. And I, I agree with all the. Uh, I want to talk about A Rod real quick and Braum real quick, and then we can get out of the baseball. All right. 
All right, Kwamla Sports Talk. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back in a, what, Deborah? In the near future? In the near future. Okay. Yeah, we're spinning it. I keep looking for this number to give you. Hold on. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live here in Arizona. Hey, um... There's a lot of things to talk about, like little segment things. So mm-hmm. we may need two hours. I'm going to stop coming here for one hour. <laughs> we may need two hours. But I'm working on some other stuff uh, here and there, too, everywhere I'm moving. That was not air quotes. That was you know, movement. Yeah, that was, that that was, was movement. That I was wasn't doing the, the bunnies, as Alex said. <laughs> that was moving. And I figured out a way to um, make all sports safe and make them faster. We'll talk about it somewhere in the show, Okay, like basketball. I heard an interesting thing about basketball. Then I started thinking about other sports. Um, and we can get into it right now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. yeah, tease us and then, you know, walk away. That's not good. That's what ladies do all the time. <laughs> um, right, Alex? Oh, you found us out. <laughs> right, Alex. At least one person's laughing when he makes a joke. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't make me start cussing on this show. This, yeah. is, this is PG. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball, this was interesting. I did hear this. Eliminate the fouls. Foul shooting. No, you can foul all you want oh. to. Eliminate the foul shooting. Uh, everyone should get five shots. Everyone, and so that makes Ray Allen very expensive player to have. Five shots, five free throws. Yeah, so you get five free throws every time there's a foul. No, 
No. Five a total. Five a game. For the game. Oh. For the game. That would be interesting. Now you got to really. So you can you pick um, and choose when you can play them. So if you have you know three fouls in the first well, half, you can save those up and play them in the second half. Yeah, you can, but then you, you don't have your best player on the on the court. You don't have so your best player. Do you on get the to court. pick and choose? He gets to shoot. No, no, that person who got fouled gets to shoot. Is he actually like for for example the hacker shack rule? Like you can foul. It don't do any good to foul Shaq. He can't. He can't. Mm-hmm. Or or Dwight Howard, I should say, because he's Karen. It doesn't do any good to follow him because he can't shoot anyway. So it well, may those come are the down. Ones you want to follow? Those are the ones you want to follow because they can't. You shoot, can follow. Them. You can follow basket. those guys early. You can follow them early. Now that's basketball. There's a lot of things. I'm still wrapping my uh, my thoughts around it. Just eliminate. That's just. <laughs> Where did you hear that? First of all, in what my you, head. Oh, oh. So you chose. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was the voices well, late at night, and there but, was a little do 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 do. But basketball games will be. They will be. Uh, you still. Have flagrants and all those things. You still got flagrants. Now, in golf, it's speed of play, bogey or better. Get on, get missing. Bogey or better. You, you're talking about some professional golfers that's getting birdies and pars, and those that get bogeys, bogeys are better. And then, you know, you have a lot of playoff. You have a lot of shootouts, and then you can go to a hole, you can part three, shootout, birdies, eliminate the guys. And that's now instead of a four-hour golf round, you got a three-hour golf round. So now we're really bringing golf down to a mental game, because if you start doing playoffs and stuff, it's the one with look the at best. Uh, Jason Duffner. He's a right. he was a mental case even when he won. Congratulations, Jason Duffner. Congratulate to all those guys who right. won the majors. I think it was uh, Phil Mickerson, Adam Scott, Jason Duffner, and uh, Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys think? Uh, let me. I get to my other stuff. But do you think Tiger will beat any one of those next year? They will no. Here's the question. Here's the question for Alex. Start talking crazy. What kind crazy. of tournament? Um, yeah, he's he, he he You're saying that there's bogeyer better. Yeah, and only five free throw shots per game with the NBA. <laughs> I'll have a better chance to play for the Lakers than actually happen. Absolutely not. <laughs> you could put a towel around their head and give them some Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. I'd be close to the close to the action. You'd be close to the sweat. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait till I see Francis again. Wait till I talk to Francis <laughs> about that. What do you think Francis say about that? All right, um, golf. What was I saying about golf? Tiger. Tiger. Will Tiger win a major before either one of those guys who won a major this year win a major again? No. I agree. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> but that's the easy Tiger's answer to say now. With it that's the easy answer because I'm still rooting for Tiger. I still, I'm still a Tiger fan, but this guy, this is what I don't I do understand this about golf, but this is what I don't understand about Tiger, who was already, already mentally strong. I know the incident and situation he had. But this guy um, shot lights out at Firestone. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, maybe four days later, and golf changes like that. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not Tiger Woods. I'm not a professional per se. Um, <laughs> but it changes, and this guy was nowhere to be found in a major. And and we always found t- Tiger somewhere in a major. Yeah, well, he was off the charts. Yeah, and he won in the four, wrong direction. Didn't he win three? He won three times before the Masters. He won. Or four times. I mean, he won. It, it, Every tournament that he's won seven times, he won again this year yeah. to get to eight. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing but with it was him. was just two of them. Go ahead. Yeah, well, here's the thing. With, with Jack Nicklaus won, what, four or five majors after he was 40? Four majors after he was 40? I'm not saying he so, can't do it. So it's not over yet. What, right. I mean, he's getting close to 40. I'm never going to count Tiger out, ever. Not even – I don't think he – Because golf needs that. Golf I don't think Tiger will relevant. play on the PG uh, – the uh, senior tour. I don't think he'll play on that. There's such lack of consistency with him right now that we don't know as a, as a viewing audience. We, know don't, we don't know when we can depend on him and when we can't to give us that thrill, to give us that let's come down to the end and then let's just rock it out. Um, we don't know who Tiger is anymore. 
Which true. is kind of awesome, I think. Yeah. I think it's uh, like, because he's just another guy. Uh, which we uh, never uh, thought we never thought would right. happen. He's just another guy in the majors. He's not just another guy in regular tournament. Because if if it comes down to player of the year, Tiger probably will win it. Yeah, he'll win player of the year because well, he has four four or five wins this year. Yeah, and it'll be interesting with the FedEx Cup because that's starting soon mm-hmm. where they have the tournaments and stuff. Yeah. It'll be if he wins the FedEx Cup, it's a wrap. I mean, it's just like that's well, a major that, to me. And, well, yeah, and that's and that's in Tiger's in Tiger's form this year. That's that's what will happen. It's not a major. He'll crush the field, but it won't matter because he won't get any closer to Jack. Right, uh, but he he has what eighty wins now? Something, yeah. He's yeah. tied with Sam Snead. So. Sam Snead, yeah. Oh, Ben Hogan. No, no, no. Ben Hogan. Yeah, I think he's two. Sam Sam Snead's got eighty two. I think yeah. all time. Tiger will pass that by by far, but yeah. it, it comes down to majors with him. And when he puts so so much emphasis on majors, then that that, that puts a lot of pressure on on him for when the media gets at him gets at him during a major. If he doesn't win a major, there's a lot of questions of why he didn't win a major, as opposed to anybody else. I, what I don't see is the fire in him anymore. I don't see that even dog doing in him. interviews, whether he's playing. It doesn't matter what. That's just there's a there's an element of fire in him that's gone. Well, he and, says during during post game interviews, he says I hit really good shots, I missed putts, I think I played pretty well, and I'm almost there. That's that, all that he said like for a, the past six years. But that sounds like a regular player too. Yeah, it, it, it's, like it's so become average. Yeah. It's so organic, such a just a just a thing that's just that doesn't give us. I wish he would say, "I don't know what the hell is going on." Me too. I can't. Exactly. I don't know. I think I'm doing everything right, but I'm not. That would be that like might be the what, best uh, evaluation you've ever had on somebody. It'd be on more somebody. authentic. I, I wish because Rory yeah. said that. Rory's like, I feel like. I, I'm brain farting the whole time out there. He's like, I honestly don't know what I'm doing because wrong. Because they are trying to win, and then you're like, because golf, you would go out there and you shoot under one round. You come back out tomorrow, and you, you feel good. You're like, what just happened? Hey, golf is like that. I, I know. I I don't go back to back days, but I go, you know, I, I, let's say I play today, I play Thursday or Friday, and I'm like, I feel good. Right. I usually play golf better. I have my better days when I'm sick or something when i'm when i'm not when something's hurting because i think you're not focusing yeah you're you're just playing i'm just playing off stuff i already know so now i'm hurt so now i gotta focus so now i'm like we need to talk dude we need to talk (laughs) i just gave you a golfer (laughs) i'm talking talking you and me but yeah i just gave you a golfer to give me six months off oh there (laughs) you go there you go All right, now. All right, we're we're back to negotiations yeah, we're, now. We got down and dirty, don't we? We do have down and dirty. Let's get that. All right. I want to talk about commitment right now. It really fits into everything we've been talking about. And I'm just really curious as to when commitment, uh, commitment to yourself, your career, your family, your friends became uncool, became something that we can no longer expect from people, something that we can't count on anymore. It used to be, I mean, back in the day, you know, the fathers and grandfathers, that they'd give their word, they'd give a handshake, and you'd count on it. You knew that that was a contract. But right now, the, the word seems to be hidden among text messages, emails, double talk, excuses, and lawyers. Um, so, you know, I, I look at commitment is if you say you're going to do something, do it. Do it when you say you're going to do it. Do it how you say you're going to do it. If you say you're not going to do something, don't. And that seems to be missing. It, it's missing in sports. It's missing in life itself. Um, there's too much of this kind of maybe almost type of wishy-washy type of thinking and feeling about commitment or lack thereof. 
Um, and because of that, because the level of commitment is not strong, then we have poor decisions are being made. Those poor decisions lead to bad behavior, and that bad behavior leads to lousy and sometimes really catastrophic results. Um, again, you find it in business professionals, employees, um, athletes, parents, relationships is that feeling of, well, I'm doing the best I can. Well, guess what? If the best you can is really pretty crappy, then I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I don't like want to hear say it. That. It, exactly. I mean, that's one of the the first things I wrote in my book, which you probably haven't read yet. I'm, on, I'm I read it on the plane. Oh, good. And I'm always I'm always on a plane. <laughs> there you go. Because that's one of the first things I talk about in the book is that whole thing. It makes me want to you know you put the nails on the chalkboard and scratch it. Is you know I'm doing the best I can, which is really saying. Mm, yeah, this is probably about the best you're ever going to get out of me. Yeah. Um, and that's not good enough. I look at guys right now that are even in um, training camp in preseason. And some of those guys that are on the edge, I mean, they are by the end of this month and just, you know, a week or so or 10 days or whatever it is, they're going to go from the 90 down to the 53. And we've got guys already. I know it because I've talked to them in the past that are already thinking, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do now? What's my plan B? What's my job going to be when I get cut? You know, those type of things. If you make a commitment that you're going to go into preseason and you're going to absolute bust it out, I don't care where you are right now on the roster, you better be committed to yourself and your ability to play, and you give it everything you've got, every moment you've got, whether it's in practice or um, on the field in preseason. If you only get a few minutes to play, instead of wussing out and being worried and upset about the fact that you've only got a few minutes to play, you better bust your ass when you're out there because you never know who's watching. When, when people say they uh, down and dirty with Deborah, yourclears.com, Go to the web page. It's, you got a, you got another one though, right? I do. It's, uh, uh, it's DebraDebris.com. Yeah, it's a it's Shut a crappy up, site right now, but it's getting <laughs> rebuilt. But it has my book out there and a few other things, so it does have some language out there. How, it's how's not the, the book best doing? Looking. Really well, actually. I mean, I'm doing um, uh, good sales off of my website as well as. In fact, if you go to my if you go to averagesandaddiction.com, like you the, actually like get some picture. you actually get some bonuses out there as bonuses? well. Bonuses. Uh huh. You get a recording of Larry Wingett and I doing a interview. Um, oh, you he was interviewing game, me. Huh? Pardon? I said you on top of your game, huh? You betcha. That's why you're going to Atlanta. This you is real stuff. On? Yeah, going to a conference out there, and I'll be talking to people, uh, potential clients, as well as um, associates that we might be able to do business together. I got, talked to uh, Gail the other day. She's working out with the uh, works with the Jets and some other players up at. Uh, API on yoga, and we're talking about uh, what can well, I, I bring up to API and get somebody to actually listen to me yeah, for a change. I think I know who she is, too. Mm-hmm. I've seen her up there doing it. Well, I've seen the yoga room, and right. I've seen her. I haven't, I haven't met her. Yeah, good gal. Yeah. Good gal. I like her a lot. Um, uh, the handshake. Well, uh, let me say this first. When people say, I can't, they are wrong and they're right. That's right. A hundred percent. And then... I don't. I don't buy into. I'm doing the best I can. That's just an excuse to go average. To be average, it is. It absolutely is. I, I just don't. I, I can't be around it. I just, and it, and have it's, it probably has something to how I was brought up in sports. Um, th- there's no such thing as I can't do it because right. you can change. You can change your mind to do it, and that's just sports. And then when I got out of sports, I be. I think I became more average than I've ever been mm-hmm. getting out of sports because I just let days go by, time go by, weeks go by. I'm like, damn, a whole year went by. I didn't do anything. Exactly. Well, and that's building a different routine. You know, that's falling into and <clears throat> excuse me. I you need to drink some of that coffee. Uh, yeah, I do. Button. Yeah, exactly. Um, I talk in my book about there's average at every level. There's always a top, middle, and bottom. And even when you're among the elite, which guys going into the NFL, it's the top 
2.4% of all the, I think there's a couple thousand college guys looking, to, football players in college looking mm-hmm. to get into the NFL, only 2.4% actually ever make it in. So they're now become one of the elite. But the minute they make it into the NFL, now they're average because they're among the best they're of the best. The best. So the there's best. a top, middle, and bottom yeah. among the best. How much of it is luck? Now, I know that's an easy cop-out for any sort well, of well, thing, part, especially with the NFL. Well, just anything, and let's focus on football, college football into the NFL. Is how much of it is What's your situation, question? your situation, competition on your own team, uh, your how how highly touted you were in high school, what college you went to, how good of a student you are, like how much of it, like the work ethic and stuff, is reinforced by the <clears throat> position you're in, as or as you think it's just innate, like like Larry Fitzgerald of Pittsburgh. Okay, Larry Fitzgerald was the number one star coming out of high school. He went there. He was the number one star. Made all the catches. Do you think that that breeds? more positive Absolutely. force to move forward. Now, that's the easy part. If you part. keep it up. Right. So that's that's the easy, quote-unquote, the easier way to get in. Kwame undrafted from Kansas. He he made, what do you play, 10 years in the NFL? 10? Yeah. I, 11? I, I, well, so, yeah, I, I'm, so undrafted, two, I'm undrafted from Newport News, Virginia, not Kansas. Because there's a lot of guys in my neighborhood. You asked, you posed a great, a good question, um, how much it was luck. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word luck. I just say there was guys in my neighborhood way better than I was. It becomes a matter of what you're going to do with your mind now. Like, I, I, a lot of guys wanted success right then. I was, I was more, let, what college am I going to go to? Because we didn't really talk about college in my mm-hmm. home. Uh, and I heard more about college when I was in school, uh, the school I went to, Mitchville High School, when I'm mm-hmm. not on the Hall of Fame, but yeah, mm-hmm. I will fix that. Um, <laughs> it's another it, negotiation. There was guys in my neighborhood easily 10 times better than mm-hmm. I was, athletes. But that didn't stop me from competing. Like, you wouldn't know I wasn't good at all. You wouldn't know it. It's just that I know how good they were. Well, and that's a lot of uh, guts and determination combined with the talent in order to be seen and be seen again and be seen again. You know, I look at, um, and I probably have mentioned this before, when I sat at the conference table in the company that I owned, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting at the head of the table, everybody in that room, all of my vice presidents, my managers, as well as my foremen were all college educated. They had more construction knowledge. They had more um, education, so to speak, out of the books than I did. I was the one at the head of the table because I had the guts and the determination. I made decisions and I pushed and made sure that I got seen. The same thing in any sport or anything else. Is there luck involved? Yeah, I think the luck becomes that because you're out there and you're pushing and you're always moving to that next level and then saying, what else can I do and doing it again, opportunities start to come your way, which feel like luck, yeah. but it's opportunities that are presented to you that wouldn't have been there had you not been seen. But there are guys that do exactly that and don't make it to the NFL. Well, so there's got to be some sort of other elements. Too. Yeah, so timing. So when I said luck, mm-hmm. maybe I meant fortunate, being fortunate, yeah. like situational timing. Timing. Time. Yeah, I think right. everything is timing. Everything. I think everything is timing. Oh. Uh, but you can't wait for it to come to you. You have to be prepared mm-hmm. for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And that's and going back to your question, Alex, that I think there's times when there's that immense amount of talent, but the talent is compartmentalized. It's just I'm really, really good at this, and you're seen in a certain area such as college. But if you don't know how to get yourself out, which is the agents, you know, or someone on your side to say, hey, have you seen this kid? Or uh, you've got, you're working with a trainer, and they um, send a film you know, uh, to different places to say, you need to take a look at this guy that wouldn't have seen him in the first place. So there's those elements as well. Isn't that more high school um, to college and college in the NFL? I think from the time you decide to do what you want to do. Once your, your mind is made up, it don't even have, you don't have to be in college yet. You can be still in high school. I think the two things I would really, I could really, right now as we're talking, 
zero into it. It's timing and fear. Mm. Uh, it's, you got to be ready for the timing when it comes, but you got to get over that fear right. so you move right into it. Like, you got to feel like you belong mm -hmm. there. Like, Alex, mm -hmm. I think you and Deborah should have, I did, Deborah should have her own show on another station. on this, And it's still with the Voice America, but like on a business side, too. Absolutely. I, I think you should have your own show. Now, what, what got you to this point right here? Not me knowing you, but it was going through different channels right. you, to get right here. You yeah. could do your own show easily. An uh, hour. You could talk for an hour. We talk our ears off for 42 minutes. <laughs> you are welcome, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Shit. You are Thank welcome. You. But going but, back to the fear, too, it's not, not, it's to move into that next level, you know, to push yourself into that le next level. It's not getting to a point where you don't have fear anymore. It's having the fear, recognizing the fear, actually becoming a bit excited about the fact that, oh, man, okay, I'm right at that edge again. Now I'm going to push some more. And you and having more courage than fear in order to push that next I level. Think, um, I think I see my kids through uh, different eyes. I, I, I see them through different eyes. I, I, where I'm from, if they were, with the talent they have, they were in Virginia, I think they'd be a lot better, a lot better. They lived, they grew up behind a gate. Because uh, of the talent around them back there, I they, mean, they would have had more talent around them, so it would have pushed them more to. It wouldn't succeed. have been athletic talent; it would have been the mental talent mm -hmm. that is in Virginia. Those guys are those guys are mentally strong, right. but they idiots at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But you don't line up. I know guys that smoke cigarettes. Um, I got a good friend. He's doing uh, twenty five years. Good friend, mm -hmm. because he won't snitch. But that's a whole other story. But he smokes cigarettes when AI comes to town. AI, can, AI kills everybody in the NBA, but you can't get past this guy. That's mm -hmm. the mental talent these guys have where I'm from. This is right. the guy who lives <clears throat> across the street from me. Well, and I think part of it is they've learned how to focus. They've learned how to focus because when you're he, in situations. He that challenge. He always say, I got him. Right, He exactly. don't let anybody come and say, I got him. Yeah. But if my kids would have grew up in Virginia, I think they would have been a lot tougher, a lot mm -hmm. better, because they have the passion. That Quint <clears throat> KJ has the passion. He wants to play. He wants to play football. I wish he'd do something else. Baseball. He, yeah, baseball. Right. I wish he'd play safety because he got a good instincts. He wants to play receiver, so I'm going to give him this year mm. to be a receiver. And he does have somebody in front of him. But KJ is too friendly. He has too many friends. I don't have friends. Right. He has friends that – friends soften you up. Yeah, friends so, are for office. Friends are soften yeah. you up. He has friends that it's okay that you start in front of me. Right. Now, Quincy not, – not Quincy. You but sound Quincy, like Tiger's dad. Thank you. Quentin, <laughs> yeah. Quentin. Well, there you go. Quentin, yes, yeah. um, he has to get over fear. He has talent. Mm. Uh, KJ has talent, too, but Quentin has um, – he, he could catch anything you throw to him. Anything to – and then Darius. Darius is waiting for something. He's, he's always waiting for something. He's, uh, Darius came here. He was fast. I knew he was fast. He did have some surgeries, but everybody has surgeries. But uh, he's waiting for something. He's thinking too much. All uh, of them have talent. Yes. But that's why I yeah, say. Thinking will hurt you on the field. It will kill you Big on the time. field. Big that's, time. you got to be instinctual at that point. They have to get over their fears. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, KJ, he need to cut his friends loose. He need to focus. I've seen, I seen a lot of change in KJ. I have. Let me see. 480 212. 212. That's my number. 480. <laughs> that's that's my number. Well, I hope you're. Oh, oh you can go <laughs> talk to them anytime. You need to talk to them. <laughs> You can talk to them anytime. They need some talk to them. They don't listen to me because I'm always there. Now, when their friends come Absolutely. there, their friends want to do things because I'm there. See, they, they see oh, me all the time. exactly. They, they don't, they don't, their friends are more intrigued or interested in me um, than they are. But they, that's right. what it is. All right. But in your segment, De Deborah, I want to talk about the handshake. I always thought handshakes were contracts. If exactly. you, sh you shake somebody's hand, you look at you look them in the eyes, that's a contract. Mm. If you break it, I'm going to kill you. Right. Um, texting, uh, 
It's always miscommunication. I could, I could text you and Alex, same thing. Oh, yeah. It'd be looked at different. And depending on what attitude we're in at the time, if we're yeah. ticked off at something and he's happy about something, we're going to look at the same message we're going to put into it, Absolutely. whatever our emotion is. Absolutely. At the time. Um, when am I going to be cut? We were talking about NFL guys coming up to the next 10 days. Uh, uh, football, I'm excited about football. I will be at the uh, stadium next, I think it's Friday, Cardinal San Diego, but I'll be signing autographs. I'm not going to be on the air. Um, regular people, athletes, when you, when you say, when am I going to be cut? It's strange for me to hear athletes say that. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not getting cut. I'm exactly. Who's in front of me? Absolutely. And I, I had this uh, conversation with Sterling. I was, I was golfing with uh, Sterling and uh, um, Green, Harold Green. Two weeks ago, so I, I get them on the air. But we were playing with some regular people, uh, not athletes. Not athletes. Forget yeah. the regular people stuff. Not athletes. The lowly people. But we were saying, um, if you miss this shot, we, we looked at each other like we didn't even say a word. We like, if I miss, I don't yeah. plan on missing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there is no plan I'm B. Like, I'm you, still in plan A. Plan B. Yeah. Plan yeah. B is a way out. That's right. <laughs> that's like, an excuse. If I miss the shot, so it's, it's interesting to hear, mm-hmm. and it does cross their mind because I know. When I was playing, we used to look at how many corners we got, and then we look like who's the starting corners. Okay, who's going to be the nickel and the dime? And we like, uh oh, it's three. It's only one spot left. It's three of us. So I'm like, I didn't worry about that. I'm like, for you to play in front of me, somebody right. have to not like me. It has to be like a Pat Tillman situation. They tried to get Pat my job, and me and Pat right. great friends right. to this day. Yeah. They will have to. It was a. It was a business situation with Pat and I. We talked every day. Right. It was no, right. We knew it was up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I had my job three weeks later after mm-hmm. that happened. But I was still on the field. But three weeks later, I mean, you're not going to outplay me That's right. ever. And, and so I got away from that, you know, not playing football. We got about two and a half minutes left closing. You got anything, Alex? You're just going to point at me and talk? Yeah, talk. that's what I'm pointing at you. I, I, I my, that's my middle finger in a minute. I did. Wa- I did want to. <laughs> I did want to uh, talk about the uh, the college kid. Go ahead. Um, Australian college kid played at a college in uh, Oklahoma, I believe. Uh, he was in Dublin. Got. He was uh, jogging down the street. I uh, was staying with his girlfriend and her parents. Got shot by a uh, 17-year-old, I believe. It was a 15, 16, and 17-year-old sitting on a porch. It was reported that. Uh, one of the kids said, that's our target. They got in the car, followed him, wow. shot him in the back. That sounds like some Zimmerman stuff. And when, they were, it, when the kid, the 17-year-old confessed to everything, and his statement was, we were bored, so we decided to kill somebody. Premeditated, you should never, you should never get out of jail. That's I wouldn't exactly. kill you. And, and, you and they're trying way. to determine whether they're going to try him as, uh, as juveniles or adults. You if try you them could, as adults all day, every day. Yeah, if you could, exactly. If you could think like that. You tried as an adult. Killing is your hobby. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, we was bored, so we would go right. bored, go fishing. Yeah. So it was just, I mean, that when I read That's that so a couple, when I, I think it was either yesterday or this morning, it's just like, how does that stuff happen? Where, where, I mean, I, and how do you ever you, get that I into your look, mind? Yeah. I will put that on the parents solely. Uh, you know just what? blindly you know and what? solely. I'm you have to. It. It's a town of 24,000 people. I don't know what happened. Smaller towns, I don't know. They have sometimes have a, but parents, what the hell are you, th- where did this come from? I Where's the rage? It all starts in be the house. Rage. I mean, again, it's I an easy scapegoat to give mm-hmm. because some people are just crazy. Some people just have screws loose when, but this is something, it's so ridiculous. I thought I was going into the military as a military doctor. I, we didn't talk about college. I was in ROTC for four years. I, mm-hmm. I agree with Alex. It starts in the household with parents. you got to have conversations where I, if, you, if your kid goes out there and he's bored, you got to think about some stuff. Choices, decisions, and consequences. Absolutely. Now, we only got like 10 minutes, 10 seconds left on the show. Let me say this. 
Donovan McNabb thinks RG3 is brainwashed. I listen to RG3 talk all the time. I think he's brainwashed. Mm -hmm. I agree with Donovan. That's a no whole nother conversation. We need to he's start. He's got his pattern down. We need to start. <laughs> yeah, he's a robot. Mm -hmm. He's a robot. So what? Here's what we're going to start. I know Alex has a blog site. Uh, Deborah, check the website. You you always posting stuff. Um, so I'm going to start blogging because the whole blogging thing is the show. We don't have nothing but uh, 47 minutes into the show, mm -hmm. 42, seven, 47 minutes. I think we're going to take the show to two hours because I'm not going to keep driving up here for uh, an hour <laughs> over here. <laughs> got to pack lunch to get here. Yeah, and it's traffic. That's what I mean. Yeah, this when time show, of year, when it, it's right. got to go earlier. Soon. That'll be a little better. Soon. Soon is not soon not enough. Not until November. Uh, All right. Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris. Kwame Lassen, I think Cindy Liss is going to join us uh, sometime in the near future. In the near future. <laughs> That's right. Kwame Lassen Sports Talk. We'll see you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lassiter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.